Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We have got Guru's Grid number five, different to the NRL grid, obviously. Guru's Grid, our one that we've been doing on Instagram the last two weeks, I think. I think we're up to number five, so this is week two of it. We're going to keep doing it throughout the off-season. You guys seem to be enjoying it uh, and having a good crack at it. They are going to get harder and harder. Uh, so yeah, really enjoying doing these ones. I hope you guys are the same and just enjoying listening to me dribble on about uh, three completely random footballers each and every day. Uh, so we've got three players to go through today. Player one, the three jerseys we can see there. The first one is a South Sydney Rabbitohs jersey. Uh, you can see that the major sponsor there is DeLonghi, so you can try and sort of narrow that down down to a timeline there. The next one is a Cronulla Sharks jersey, and the major sponsor here is LG, Life's Good, uh, which of course, a very famous sponsor of the Cronulla Sharks for quite some time. Uh, the LG Cronulla Sharks is sort of what I grew up with. Hasn't been that way for quite some time, but you might be able to pinpoint uh, based based on the LG, based on the NRL Telstra Premiership logo, and based on the Puma jersey as well when that was. Obviously, the old Sharkies logo as well. And then the last one is a Canberra Raiders jersey. And if you are an eagle-eyed observer, you will notice that just above the NRL jersey, uh, you can see that it has got the 100 years of rugby league emblem there. So you can tell that that is from the season 2008. So we need a player that played for the Rabbitohs, the Cronulla Sharks, and the Canberra Raiders. Uh, this guy actually played for the Cronulla Sharks in two separate stints. He actually started his career there in 1998, only played three games, and he finished his career there in 2012. So 14 years apart playing for the Cronulla Sharks. He was an outside back. He was the 2008 Dally M winger of the year, playing for the Canberra Raiders. He played 24 games that year and scored 14 tries. His second best season ever. The only season when he did better 
try scoring rise was in 2005 when he was playing for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. 26 games, 20 tries. It was, of course, a journeyman, Colin Best. Started his career at the Sharkies, 1998 to 2002. Uh, made a move to the St. George Illawarra Dragons. I think he went over to England, sorry, in that time. 03 and 04, he played over there for Hull. Was pretty successful over there. Scored 40 tries in two seasons. Returned to the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Played in that 2005 side, coached by Nathan Brown. They, of course, went to the prelim final and lost to Benji Marshall and his Tigers. You might remember Benji scoring that unreal try off the scrum at the SFS that night. Played at the Dragons in 05 and 06. Then made his way down to the nation's capital. He played there for two seasons, Colin Best. And in 2008, as we said, he won Dallium Winger of the Year whilst playing for the Canberra Raiders. So a very good knock there. If you ever want to hear the story of that season, go and ask the great Timmy Williams. He never fucking shuts up about it. Reminds me all the time. Uh, from 2008 onwards, he moved to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. That's one of the other images we had there of him in the DeLonghi South Sydney Rabbitohs jersey. Played there 2009 and 2010. And then, of course, finished his career once again where it started with the Cronulla Sharks in 2011 and 2012. You have a look at the career of Colin Betts. Pretty damn impressive. Uh, played 260 NRL games. So a pretty good whack there. 109 tries. Anyone that scores over 100 tries in the NRL, that is a pretty impressive impressive achievement. 261 games in the NRL. And I mean, if he wouldn't have gone to England for those two seasons, Colin Best potentially makes it into the 300 club. So pretty wild career. I think he's a guy that is a little bit slept on. Whilst he was never like a rep player or a superstar, always a very, very solid player. And I was talking to uh, Tom and Eddie the other night uh, after their Christmas party having a few beers and we're talking about some of the great nut truckers of each position of all time. And uh, Colin Best should have got a feature. The thing that really stands out when it comes to a nut trucker is that they've played, you know, one random game of City v Country at some point. And of course, 2001, uh, Colin Best plays one game for New South Wales City. Uh, pretty wild, that one. Let's have a look at some of the guys that are in that team with him just quietly. Brett Hodgson, El Masri, Gaznia, Colin Best, Minicello, Adam Dykes, Matty Orford, Ian Rubin, Brad Drew, Jason Kalos, uh, Lance Thompson, Jordy Gale, uh, Steve Menzies, Barry Ward, Colin Ward, Bengalier, and Craig Wing, of course, coached by the great uh, Graham Murray, the late, great Graham Murray. Um, now, Jason Kalos, he, of course, played for the Kiwis too, didn't he? So that's interesting. He played for City and he played for the Kiwis. Pretty wild there. You learn something new every day. And, of course, in typical nut trucker style, they got beat 42 points to 10. Absolutely dusted by a countryside. Uh, Brett Kamali was the skipper for country that night. Scott Hill was his hardest part of the Melbourne Storm. Hunter Mariners combo there. Uh, what, what about the bench? Mark McClendon, Craig Fitzgibbon, Steve Simpson, Josh Perry, some pretty talented players in that countryside. And Danny Badiris at nine. How good. Blacklock on the wing. Tamana Tahu in the centres. Darren Albert on the sting as well. Pretty good stuff there. So our very first player was Colin Best. Personally, I didn't realise that he played 260 first grade games. That is an incredible knock. So shout out to Colin Best. Player number two. 
This is an interesting one. I think a lot of you would have got it. I do think there'll probably be one jersey here that will throw you a little bit, but I think that the other two will give it away. The top jersey is a Sydney Roosters jersey. Now, this Sydney Roosters jersey, I would say, was from around about 08, 09. Uh, it doesn't have the 100-year badge on it, so I think it might have been the 09 jersey for the Sydney Roosters. Uh, the one below that, it's actually a Northern Eagles jersey, so of course we know when that was. Um, and then below that, we have got the Canterbury Bulldogs, the Canterbury Bulldogs below them uh, and obviously for the Canterbury Bulldogs he's played quite, played quite a few games he's probably best known for his uh, achievements at the Canterbury Bulldogs. The player also played for the Kangaroos. He played for New South Wales on 10 occasions. He was a front row forward. It was the great ogre, Mark O'Mealy. One of the toughest guys to ever play our game. Uh, you look back at that 04 Canterbury Bulldogs side and, you know, it's one of the best forward packs we've ever seen. And he truly was, uh, you know, the enforcer in that side. He was the same for New South Wales, same for the Kangaroos. He, of course, made his debut. I didn't even realise this, to be completely honest with you. In 1999, he played for the North Sydney Bears, played 22 games that season. Then the Northern Eagles emerged in 2000 to 2001, so he played two seasons there. That's where one of our photos of Mark O'Milly is from, playing for the Northern Eagles. And then 2002, he's at the Canterbury Bulldogs, of course. They are caught being over the salary cap that season. Uh, but Mark O'Milly, he comes off the bench uh, a bit, but he's also, you know, starting in the, in the starting side quite a bit that year, really establishes himself. And then you look at 03 and 04, uh, that's where he really came in and did some of his best work. Of course, 2004, the Canterbury Bulldogs winning the premiership there. Uh, played with the Doggies until the end of 2007 and then made a move to the Tricolors. Now, I believe uh, would have gone in this period with like Willie Mason uh, and with uh, Braithen Astor too. Maybe Braith was already there, but I think Mace and... Um, and Ogre went at the same time. I could be wrong there. Let's have a look at the Bulldogs 07 team. Is Mason still in that side? I'm pretty sure they went at the same time. Yeah, Marco Mealy and Willie Mason still in the 07 side. Daniel Holdsworth is the 5'8", so potentially uh, maybe Braith and Astor went the year before. I can't really remember, to be completely honest with you. Uh, but then went to the Roosters. Only played about 35 first-grade games there. Uh, 2008 wasn't a bad season for the Chooks, uh, but then 2009 was a bit of a fucking train wreck. I think he only won two games out of his 11 there. Uh, I think you spent some time over with Hull FC after that as well. Went over to the Super League. Uh, played, what did he play? Four seasons there with Hull FC retiring in 2013. So a pretty uh, successful stint there. Uh, went to the finals a couple of times with Hull and whatnot. But uh, Marco Mealy, uh, I'll probably always remember him for that stinky hat with Bryce Gibbs that night. A young Bryce Gibbs from memory. They just went at each other hammer and tong and he wasn't the sort of guy uh, you'd want to run into in a dark alley, Marco Mealy. The nickname Ogre says it all. Uh, I, I think I've got his young bloke on Instagram. Sends me a message here and there occasionally. Uh, I think they're living up on the Central Coast Ogre, but I think he does uh, a bit of work uh, with the Canterbury Bulldogs still, so good to get him back around the place. Uh, Origin obviously had a number of very, very good games for the New South Wales Blues. Never took a backward step, Marco Mealy. Ten games for the New South Wales Blues, winning five of them, uh, considering when he played and whatnot. Not a bad crack there. Uh, and 200 first-grade games in the NRL with a very respectable 18 tries scored in the NRL. Very front-row forward sort of stuff there. Went over to the Super League, played 83 games, scored 13 tries, so not a bad record, uh, considering 18 and 200 in the NRL. And, of course, played four games for uh, New South Wales City there against country, uh, starting in the front row in all of those games, winning two of them, having one loss and a 
draw. Uh, so that is player number two, which is, of course, Marco Milley. played for the North Sydney Bears and Northern Eagles. The Canterbury Bulldogs won the comp in 2004, was a premier front row forward in our game for a long period of time. And then the Sydney Roosters, 08 and 09, before making the move over to Hull FC. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. In the Super League. That was player two. Now, player three. Player three, I think it would have been tough for a couple of you, and I think that once you know the answer, you'll go, fuck, of course. How could I have got that wrong? But I did try and make this one really hard. I think I've picked uh, some teams that this player played for that uh, potentially aren't the most memorable parts of this player's career. Uh, I'll give you the little tip, too. This player's actually still playing. So really, really interesting to see how many of you were able to get this. So we'll have a look at the three jerseys we've got there. The first one is a Canterbury Bulldogs jersey uh, made by Canterbury uh, with the J-Car sponsor on the front. Those of you will remember, it is very similar to the jersey they wore in the 2012 Grand Final around that period. So you're looking Canterbury Bulldogs in the early 2010s is the first clue. The next one is an All-Stars jersey, not an Indigenous All-Stars jersey, not a Maldi All-Stars jersey. It is, of course, just the old NRL All-Stars jersey. Uh, so this player only played one game for the All-Stars, and I believe it was, I want to say 2016, I think it was from memory. Yeah, the 2016 All-Stars game. This player came off the bench uh, in this game as well. So that probably makes it a little bit harder for you. Uh, No, sorry, I take it back. They started in the back row. They started in the back row, but you would more so know this player as being a front row forward. And the last jersey that we've got there is, of course, a West Tigers jersey with the Meriton sponsor there. I always associate that jersey with like James Tedesco, Mitch Moses, those sort of guys. So you're looking sort of 2013 to 2017, around that mark somewhere for a West Tigers jersey. Since then, since leaving the West Tigers, this player played about five or six seasons at one club and last year moved to another club and I believe is still running around with them this year. So they played for the Bulldogs 2010 until 2013. The West Tigers, 2014 to 2015. The Manly Seagulls, 2016 to 2020. And then, of course, the Brisbane Broncos in 2023. This player played 20 games for the Broncos last year, but did not feature in the grand final. This player has played a grand total of 242 first-grade games. Pretty damn impressive. Uh, Obviously, there's been a few negatives around this player throughout his career, uh, but he's had a lot of absolute cracking games. The standout for me came all the way back in 2015. I think it was an origin round, a lot of players out, and this guy playing in the front row for the West Tigers against South Sydney scored two tries. I remember I had him as my super coach VC, went 100 plus. was a very, very fun day playing down there at Botany Golf Club, uh, enjoying watching him rack up points. Uh, The player is, of course, Marty Tapua. 
uh, who obviously played for the Manly Seagulls for the last few years, made his way to the Brisbane Broncos, obviously left the Manly Seagulls. Uh, a little bit of controversial circumstances. And at the time, to be honest with you, I was pretty vocal that if I was the Broncos, I wouldn't have signed him. Uh, but he got up there. He did a tremendous job. He just fit into this Broncos side perfectly, played his role. They got to the back end of the season. He wasn't needed uh, in the starting side. They'd gone in a different direction, and it was so close to paying dividends for them. But uh, Marty from the party, 200. And 42 first-grade games. I say it a lot. I think that we sometimes underappreciate how much of an achievement it is to play one first-grade game. And I'm sure a lot of people would talk about Marty in a reasonably negative fashion. Uh, But to play 242 first-grade games, you must be a handy fucking footballer. Nine games for Samoa over the last 10 years or so. And, of course, playing for the Kiwis. He played 24 games for the Kiwis uh, in a four-year span. So 33 internationals. to go along with his 242 first grade game. So if he plays this season in the NRL and he plays regularly, you could even just see him get to a grand total of 300 games throughout his career, which I think is very, very impressive. 33 years old now, Marty. So he is getting on. There's no doubt about that. But I thought the role that he played for the Brisbane Broncos last year was pretty perfect. I thought he was great up there, despite um, the the judgment I put on him early in the season and the doubt I had over his spot in this team and the role that he was going to play in that footy team. So shout out to Marty. He's done tremendously well up there. Hopefully he gets another run with the Brisbane Broncos next year. Uh, and obviously with Tommy Flegler leaving, um, maybe it'd be, be a perfect little swan song for Marty to step up into that role. Would be great to see. He's obviously got a fantastic offload. I don't have stats here for the amount of offloads he's had throughout his career, but I've always thought that is without a doubt the strong point of his game. The ability to get his arm free. Doesn't always get it right, but my God, the, just the, the size of this guy is... He's another guy that's sort of, I think he's trained with like Olympic weightlifting sides and stuff. So he's had a pretty interesting career. At times, he's been a polarizing guy, no doubt about it. Uh, But a very, very talented footballer who I think in 2024 is going to play an important role for the Brisbane Broncos, assuming he is still signed there, which I believe he is. We might have a look at that very quickly. I'm pretty sure he has got a contract with them for next season. I'm just going to Google that up live. We're wrong. We're wrong. So be it. Uh, what have we got? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, he, he's still on there. Signed until next season. So, yeah, fingers crossed we see Marty get about again, uh, rack up a few more games, and you never know. Might even be able to push to that. No, he won't be able to push to 300, actually. 33 years old, that's probably a little bit past him. But a fantastic career, as I said, playing one game, an incredible achievement. 242, that is a huge knock in the front row, especially when you play the way that Marty does. So there you have it, NRL grid number five. The players we were looking for, Colin Best was player one, Marco Mealy was player two, and Marty was player three from the Brisbane Broncos, formerly the Manly Seagulls, for the previous few seasons, as you probably know him from. And obviously played in that All-Stars game in 2016 as well, which I'd completely forgotten about until I did some research. So if that helped you, full fucking credit to you. Tough to get that last one without a Broncos or a Manly jersey, but I'd like to test you guys to see how you went. Let me know, guys guys on the Instagram page, how you went, how many out of three you landed, if they're too easy, too hard, whatever it might be, let me know. But I do want these to be a challenge for you guys each day. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. 
so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.